War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Best lawn ever, guaranteed. Contact Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today. Now, you can call them, 401-392-1025. Get a quick, easy quote. The best thing to do, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. They have a great website. It's easy, lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com. Then just put in your zip code. Get a quick, easy a quote. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Take Get part of their premium eight-service program. Early spring, spring lime, late spring, summer, Grub prevention, early fall, fall, late fall, Lawn Doctor, online at lawndoctor.com. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. We have made it to Friday. For crying out loud, it is. It is Friday. It is June 3rd. And, uh, folks, several things uh, that are baking news uh, on this Friday. And one is... Just um, a lot of the self-serving, pathetic speeches going on, the gun debate, none so than worse than the progressives here in Rhode Island. That Pawtucket rally uh, involving the students where they manipulated the students, used them as pawns, and uh, and then those politicians crashing that and then trying to turn it into a big discussion about abortion. It's just probably one of the most disgraceful things I've I've seen in a very, very long time. And on top of that, uh, anyone that talks about walking out of school, they easily could have any of these types of rallies if they're important after school or on a weekend or on a Saturday. But they don't do it then because that's not the appeal. The appeal is, yeah, we're going to walk out of class. So if they really want to do and anyone that encourages that, it's not about it's not about the issue. They certainly don't care about the children right it's uh, the students it's 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 all about just then trying to pander to the cameras but that progressive group and uh that cynthia mendez at the rhode island state house they must be counting down the days to the democrat primary when she's finally gone from the scene she only reason she got in power was because old man conley in east providence uh you know everyone discovered that he was so, so to speak, in bed with that developer, with Meta Comet. So then just because of that, knowing not knowing a lot about her, she was voted in. And here it is two years in, and now she's running for lieutenant governor. She's not going to win the Democrat primary for lieutenant governor. I'll also predict this. She's going to make a lot of noise when she loses. Uh, folks, coming up, these the September primary. Now, there's several things I just want to— Rhode Island primary is September 13th. Ridiculous way too close to the general notice around the country other states all having their primaries either may june uh, some states even in august september 13th if there's no time if there's any type of recount or challenge or or anything like that the clock is ticking because then the general election is then just a couple weeks away in november right now uh, you know, this in Pennsylvania, they're still going through a, a recount. But I, I'm predicting right now, uh, with there's going to be problems with this primary because there's so many mail ballots, and there's going to be so much early voting, and there's going to be so much potential for fraud. And this whole path, I'm predicting right now, it is it is just on a collision course. And and when you have groups of people, you know, that feel they can basically almost outcheat each other. It's just gonna it's gonna lead to chaos. So I believe there's gonna be there's gonna be some problems uh, this 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 fall with the primary and the progressives are very loud and and I want to come back to something that I had said. You you can tell the way they treat things. It's the ultimate. The ends justify the means. And and I also think there's an element now that if no one's checking, that now they're gonna start getting students under the age of 18 and using them for voting as well it's anyone and everyone so if you submit the mail ballot votes of 500 children under the age of 18 16 17 do i put it past them of course not because they feel that they're on the right side of the issues they feel they're on the right side of history so to speak therefore 
when you feel that way, you can justify anything. And, and I think you are going to see that, in fact, happen. Uh, it's, of course it's wrong. Everything about it is wrong. But this crowd, they, they do not care. I mean, anyone that stands up after you, you co coordinate and work out these kids to walk out of class, they don't even know what they're saying. You know, we want less police. We're going to ban all these guns. We don't feel safe. It, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. And what's going on in Texas? No one even takes the time to explain to them Rhode Island has different laws. Rhode Island uh, has, you know, several different gun legislation laws that make it very, very different. They're actually the safest place they could be is in the school. But, you know, that's not the objective of those, the adults that were there trying to scare everyone. Uh, their objective was to just try to create a big circus and then get the microphone and get up there and talk to them. And that's what they did. Real low point. All right. A lot ahead on this Friday on the John DePietro Show. Grilling time means grill time. And for the best grill, get a new grill. Stop in and see my friends. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Jay apostrophe yes, Broadway Appliance and TV. Located 47 Cedar Swamp Road. That's Route 5 Smithfield. You can call them 401-949-7800. Springtime, summer, this is the best time to grill outside. They have a great selection on grills. They also have a great selection on all appliances. Family-run business since 1963. Remember, you're going to deal directly with the owner. And they will match or beat any package deal when it comes to appliances. Do you need a new refrigerator? How about a new dishwasher, washing machine, dryer, oven, microwave? Jay's Broadway Appliance. Look for them online at jsappliance.com. Also on Facebook, springtime, summer is grill time. Stop in and see them. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. You can make an appointment for more personal Saturday and Sunday appointments jay's broadway appliance and tv 401-949-7800 better yet drive in and see them 47 cedar swamp road route 5 in smithfield we are listening to the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 same 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website joining right now she is an independent writer columnist opinion maker one of my siblings it is donna perry dj i want to start off I think this, um, you know, this Liz Cheney, President Trump feud, you know, granted the primary is not till August. I think what's interesting is obviously the Cheney name would be big in Wyoming. However, um, she, I mean, it's my understanding. I mean, as you know, former Vice President Cheney, he long time in the government. Yeah. It's my understanding she kind of really grew up in Virginia. And this is a Republican primary you're talking about. So, she was like way out on January 6th and President Trump. And so granted, you know, two months now to go. But I think this is a real test. You have, you know, the old guard of kind of Cheney, Bushes, Texas. And then you have President Trump that's not shy about going in there and holding rallies. Yes. And, and good to be with you. Um, you're, you're right, John. It, she has absolutely is putting ev almost everything on the line with yeah. this very determined, uh, staunch opposition to Trump. She's she's really decided that she's going to test it. Either she's going to certainly sink or swim in this. And, you know, like you say, and Trump being Trump, he's taking it the fight right to her turf. He had the um, rally in Wyoming just over the weekend. Yeah. Um, he's been very vocal. He has sort of selected a, a candidate and it's a five-way primary. He's backing someone. He's, he's really talking her down. Um, you know, you're right. She's, she's taken this for good or bad. However, she's being consulted kind of this scorched earth policy, I would call it like, it's really, she's just dropping it right down the line. She's saying, Basically, Trump is destructive politics. That's his brand that he's destroying mm. the GOP. Um, now, you're right. Like, on the one hand, the conventional wisdom would be you're not going to beat a Cheney in Wyoming. Now, that was definitely true of her father. Um, but as you say, over time, um, and a lot of things have, have shifted under the ground of a lot of the Republican voters that you're right, that I think some of the old guard, and it was obvious by 2016, kind of weren't sensing that. And that would right. explain the flat campaign of Jeb Bush and, you know, 
I mean, you can look back at that. So um, this is, you're right, though. I would say this, John, though. This is going to be a big test for both her and Trump. Because, yeah. you know, on the other hand, I think it puts a fair amount of pressure on him. And he, in the media, is, of course, really chomping at the bit to try to say he really doesn't have a hold on the party anymore. You know, he, he mm. oh, he backed this other person and she prevailed, especially in her race. It's going to be fascinating and very high profile to watch because, you know, he, he does has put a lot on the line in this case and in a lot of the, these other contests. So I, I think how does this go? How does this work out, Donna Perry? Well, I would just say that both of them have put almost everything on the line. And certainly for her, if she prevails, then she can claim, uh, and I think a lot of the media will say, that Trump's brand is capable of being defeated. That he, right. you know, and, and I also think that this, it's a very significant thing that she's made so much of her opposition and she's so visible in the January 6th committee, which is certainly, um, you know, I think many in the Republican base, however they felt about that, feel it's being, it's just overdone at this point, which I think is so it's a risk for her, John. She's very associated with the investigation and the hearings that they're going to have with that. That's um, right. So, you know, I think that it puts that on the line also. You know, how much is, is the Wyoming voter so, you know, vested in seeing the January 6th commission, committee really, you know, go to the mat? So I, I think there's a lot on the line for her. Um, and But I do think, you know, Trump is someone who we've seen. He will go to the mat. Yes. <laughs> so so we shall see. Um, but Well, that, I, I'll tell you right now, I don't see how she's going to overcome uh, the momentum that he has built up, I don't see. And they, you know, uh, she could bring out her father or George W. It's I, they just don't have that kind of juice. I That's think, important. you know, when it comes to a Republican primary, the people may not like it. And I don't know how it would work in a general, but I don't I don't see how. I think this fight is over. I, I think this is, you know, now it's just a matter of time. I don't know how she's going to turn this around. You're talking about. You know june and july but i i think this shows the sea change of he is still very powerful in the party right and, and you're right like i think in some ways she's more a creature of washington and she may be a mainstream republican popular with some of the media but yes. that's not, not the voter of wyoming at in in at this point and you're that's right right He's really put a lot on the line. And I would agree with you. I think some of the younger, more enthusiastic base for Trump. Let's face it, John. Dick Cheney, you know, his heyday was 80s to the Oh, 90s. yeah. So, you know, we're, you're going back a few decades. And I do think some of these conventional people, they were tied to those big families. It's like, no, you're, you're, you're not in touch with where the base is, you know, right now. Folks, again, we're speaking with... Um... Donna Perry and uh, DJ, I, I'm anxious to get your thoughts. This this article that kind of hit today, you know, the Biden White House adrift. It, it, it's kind of what we've talked about. Boy, when things go south, they really go south. They may think, and apparently President Biden is feeling like, boy, I just can't get your break. But you know, I, I would argue, you know, you you kind of make your own luck. Yeah. Uh, th this is as you you know you pointed out. This was they wanted to come in with like a left agenda. And it's not fitting the narrative and the things that they want to get involved with. And so right now it sounds like very dysfunctional as we're about to go into the summer. And then I, I, they're another one. I don't see how they're going to stop this freight train for the midterms. No. And, and you're right. It, it's, it's fascinating. I mean, they, you know, and these are not some somewhat, un, you know, unfriendly media writing this stuff. I mean, they're, they're calling it the white house. That's adrift. Um, and it is fascinating when you see, that Biden, it's almost, John, like he's just now <laughs> recognizing how low these polls really are. Yeah. Um, he's, they say he's very, you know, snippy and, and frustrated with the staff and the messaging. And he, it almost seems like, you know, they go at quite a pace. And it may say a lot about his ability to consume what is really occurring day by day in a 2022 news cycle, uh, as you 
know better than anyone. And it's almost like he's angry saying, well, where's the centrist that I am or I was? Well, how is that not being, you know, portrayed? And and I just think they they really can't get he they may feel, oh, we can't catch a break. And, and we didn't expect the Ukraine whole, you know, mess. And then that that takes a lot of oxygen out of a White House. You have this huge international thing and you know you're you're navigating all this stuff with NATO but then I also think as you say John from day one um they made a lot of pronouncements that definitely looked very progressive far left they had Jen Psaki at the podium and she would repeat every day yeah we're making equity the center of everything we're doing and they use you know environmental justice terms Uh. and and I think that just the past few days, they're like dec- opening whatever they're going to call it, environmental justice, like all these all these terms, you know, that are sort of not in in touch with the mainstream American middle class that all right. done, all they know is they're being clobbered. Yep. They're Biden's management of the U.S. economy. Yeah. So, and and the, of course, the president is frustrated. And of course, they start the stories of, oh, is who's going to whose head's going to roll the chief of staff, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it also something you and I have gone over before. Ultimately, a chief of staff is not the face and the voice that gets carried through the news cycle. That's right. In himself, you know, for whatever is the reason, age dysfunction, cognitive problems. He, he just doesn't deliver clear messages. And, and, you know, it's carried over to people have a sense of, and rightfully so, that the country seems out of whack in every, every main direction, right? Yep. Um, and so, of course, he's very, very concerned. And it is, you know, about, you know, we're in the week of June, um, so yeah, like that's where they're at. And then they, the finger pointing starts and, um, I don't, you don't really turn it around. Uh, when you're talking about national huge elections for Congress, you don't do that in three or four months. Right. Uh, and as we say, John, it, very importantly is these primaries come right around the corner. I mean, yes, there's in August or 12 weeks away. Yeah. So, you know, of- but DJ, you've worked in Washington, you've been in the media, at what point? I mean, we're at June 1st. You and I keep saying at some point the party, someone's going to step in. I, I don't see it. Right. Is there anyone you see stepping up? Uh, I I just I don't see even that Biden, Schumer and Pelosi are all even on the same page. Well, that that's an important central point, John. You're right. There There really doesn't seem to be. Um, that kind of a figure. And, and again, you have a unpopular vice president um, in other past administrations. You know, sometimes that there was some sense that the, the vice president behind the scenes could be what they would call like a fixer, you know, and would take care of things. And you don't see, John, anyone who seems like the next kind of star or someone who's really relating to the public um, you, you just don't see that stepping up. And you're right. I mean, you, between Schumer has his own agenda because he's concerned of, you know, ultimately who somebody may run after his Senate seat, um, they, you know, be primaried. And, and Pelosi has stumbled and, and this and that. And she, I think she doesn't do them any good when she gets to the podium and, and she can seem bumbling and, you know, and then, you know, makes a lot of comments. So I don't know that they have their hands around who is going to project confidence. And, and the problem, John, the, the problems they're in, by the way, are just not fixable by like fiat, right? Right. And that's what you have when you have this really deep runaway inflation. Um, I, I sense it in anybody's can in their ordinary life. I, I feel like people look angry when they're at the grocery store, you know, is a reason um, the old thing used to be, John, too, senior citizens feel very concerned when they see runaway prices. That's the yes. rule in politics. Most senior citizens, certainly a lot of people, okay, they were invested, they're wealthy, but, you know, people on a fixed income, that's the, what those words mean. So they, they feel very nervous and they're angry and they don't understand why this is happening. And J.D., as we enter the summer... You know, gas 
crawling up, crawling. That's hard for people. You could have a, a tiny car and when you're suddenly saying $80 to fill my tank, you know. That's right. And that's exactly what's happening as it creeps to five a gallon, six. It, I, I mean, there's a lot of evidence it's going to hit six. Yes. Um, that's very, very concerning in this country. That's right. Uh, Folks, or, we're going to take a, a short break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, call them today at 401 732 6562. It's Coogie. R.E. Coogan and Heating for plumbing, heating, and cooling listing. As we're transitioning right now from spring into summer, you want to make sure your cooling unit is going to serve you and your family, your employees well this summer. R.E. Coogan and Heating. As Coog says, we're helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore our services. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Whether it be for plumbing, maybe a hot water tank. Call R.E. Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562, hot water tanks, and especially let's make sure your cooling units are ready for what's going to be a hot summer. Look for them online, recooganheating.com, and also on Facebook, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker. It's Donna Perry. DJ, it was uh, a week ago now that there was the shooting in Texas. There's, you know, a lot of outcry. Obviously, schools all over the nation. Um, you know, again, as someone that worked on Capitol Hill, worked in government and the media, uh, some of the accusations from the other side, it's, it is not a reach to say the NRI, NRA, excuse me, um, the NRA is, is, a, is a very powerful force within the Republican Party. Oh, no question. And they've, they've been carrying that uh, for really a very long time. I mean, you have to go back a couple of decades. It's hard for a lot of people to know. There was at one time, they had achieved a ban on assault, on assault weapons. Um, and that banned a to allow them to be so easily and widely sold uh, was lifted. And I'd have to think, you know, exactly where that occurred. But but that's the thing, John. Um, but I just want to say something about, you know, yeah. what happened in Evaldi. You know, not only is obviously the chronology of events, you know, very disturbing to see either the confusion by the police. And I know everyone has been covering this now for days ad nauseum, of course, um, it's not only disturbing, though, I, I just I, I think it just continues to be it should be shocking to everyone. Yes. Um, to think how vulnerable at that moment, not only that a school can be. And, and I'll just say this, you know, I don't care if you're left or right or somewhere in the middle, in my opinion. Yep. Um, the fact that an 18 year old is able to very easily that's right um purchase that kind of a weapon i'm sorry if he had gone in with a pistol i that that oh, you don't do that kind of damage no, no. and 60 minutes had a great you piece where don't. they demonstrated you know that that type of uh, and i can tell you as when i went to ukraine i had plates that are a, a, a an ak um or ar15 those those bullets they they explode they can take out cement they explode with inside the body it it's not someone suffering a gunshot wound it is first of all they're longer they're large they, they just they explode they're much more rapid yeah um the fact that in in donna perry i've um you know, and I've been trying to say to people, it, see, it's a false argument to me when they say, well, you know, he didn't have anything in his background. Well, they go when they're 18. So, right. like, to me, it's kind of like on the first day of school, everyone's an A student. It's, it's, I think a problem is, this business, I think there's too much protection for juveniles and minors. So you have people 16, 17, they're arrested. They've committed serious felonies, crimes. And when they're 18, boom, wipe clean. So much protection. They're posting things on social media. Um, I, I think the, the media is, I think people are starting to say like, you know, you have a 17 year old who's problematic when he turns 18 and he goes to the gun store. Right. 
Yeah, of course he has a, a clean, but let's let's see where he is. What what about when he's nineteen? What about when he's twenty? Let's see when he's twenty one. He's you know, they, they have brushes with the law, you know, a lot of times starting at the age of ten or twelve, but especially as the teen years. Yeah. So the the it, it actually it really plays to their favor as soon as they hit eighteen to go because it's it's a clean slate. Yeah, and you're right, John. There is known in school psychologists can can tell you this. There is a trajectory. There is an escalation. You know, the the daring behavior will increase. And and I just think, uh, and despite whatever side of the argument you're on, you know, and I side with conservatives on many issues. I'm sorry. It it yeah. is foolish, and in my opinion, you shouldn't sit there on television and try to say yeah. as silly a thing to say that you know you you can't separate the brand of that weapon from the scale of the massacre. I'm That's sorry. Right. Yes. You, um, it is past time that many many common sense people come together and say, yes, you know what. Everyone has rights. What about everyone's right to send right. to school? You know what? I have a right to be able to be in a restaurant and not yeah. feel that it's going to get slaughtered. And I have a right to be in a mall and, in a, you know, in a public park. So, you know, the idea that there are certain rights and they are sacred and exclusive. No, we, we've been through this, John. You and I have talked about this. There's a reason I, I can't drive 130 miles on the highway. No. There's a law. No. Nor can I go out and buy some grenades. And, you know, good luck. You can't buy a machine gun. And you can't have a tank. It was a gun. They took it out. They realized the damage it can do. Like, this is asinine. You know, Donna Perry, and again, folks, we're speaking with opinion maker Donna Perry. I I was having a discussion with someone who was saying, you know, uh, here's what we could do. And all the teachers have to do gun training. And and I said, or you could just say, guess what? We're not going to sell that type of weapon to an 18-year-old. Like, this is crazy. And the Buffalo shooter. He went to a market. It was a Saturday. He finally decided he was going to do it. Um, he had scoped out a school. I think that I know it's a, it's about school security because that's where they, he went in the whole column, I think. But if you're talking about that, this individual in Texas, he could have gone to a mall. He could have gone. The moment you allow an 18 year old, troubled 18 year old, yep. deranged to walk out of the gun store with his new purchase in my mind, Donna Perry, the clock is ticking. It's just a matter of the when and the where. It, it absolutely is. Yes. Yeah, that, you know, people screaming about saying you have to harden the schools. I'm sorry, John. They, you know, they, they have pride and, and doors do lock one way. Mistakes can happen. Yeah. It's mean, you know, it, it, it just is. Um, I don't, and I think it, it's just, it's obscene for people to try to say all these other reasons um, and again, that they just uh, they just won't talk about the weapon. And I, I I know there's been other shootings and people say maybe this is the one that's different. I do sense, though, and you've made some great reporting in recent days and great points, John. I, I think you you get parents attention if you say, well, if I don't care if your child is 10 years old, like if they if there is some sense of this and I know people were very struck by the situation in the 10 year old in Florida, but I I don't know, like you say, you know, maybe you're saving a lot of, and even that young person that you have to address that. You can't just see stuff online. I'm too busy to know what he sees online. No, you're the parent. I'm sorry. You need to know. Um, We're going to, we're going to take a quick break. Much more ahead folks with Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com, Propane Plus, heating and cooling. 
in Massachusetts, call their Rehoboth office, 508-252-3359. And in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. You can depend on Propane Plus. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker, it's not a Perry. And, and DJ, I do want to stay with that because, first of all, I just think Florida... They, they do things, um, you know, so much ahead of the curve. I was telling a, kind of a story today of, you know, you and I both attended St. Paul's and then I went to Hendricken and you went to Bayview. But, you know, say what people want. But when there was someone acting up at St. Paul's and, and the nun went over and, and either a ruler on the nickels or just a quick clap right. to the, right. the back, but it, it shook everybody. And it's it's it maybe felt like they were singled out, but it made an example out of them at Hendricken. The class started getting rowdy. The brother didn't have to, you know, rough up 30 young male students. It was whoever was like the most boisterous, they would get, you know, they would physically get hit. And that quieted everyone. I think the Florida situation, someone could, I, I think they handled it right. Like, listen, a 10-year-old with a weapon can just do as much damage. And, and that sheriff in Florida was like, hey, listen, if you come into a school with a dangerous weapon, we're yeah. going to kill you. I mean, right. that's that's as clear as it was. So th- this whole business with social media and sometimes has been, you know, it's just that posting things and kids do that. You and I can both agree. Any child at this point, mm-hmm. if, if there's someone joking about or saying they're going to do, you know, a school shooting, that type of threat, it, it's it's not funny. And there needs to be protocol for other youth to draw attention, you know, the whole thing of see something, say something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, you'd be amazed how you have to get the parents' attention one way. Yes. Yes. And I would argue that I don't, I don't care if they're in a K to five school and if they're 10 years old, if a principal and and a superintendent contacts on the phone, a parent and says, um, not only are we concerned, we would, your child should not come into the school for the next few days till we sort this out. Well, you're going to get their attention. And I just think this for too long, you know, like we say, John, it's just, they, someone might say, well, a 10 year old can't purchase something below, but in Florida, you know, the gun could be in the home and that's the other thing. So I, I, you'd like to think that this unbelievable second worst school mass shooting. Yep. Somehow, somehow, the tide has to turn. And like I say, I think other people have to remember we all have rights and we should. And you, any parent, I would say, for you know, you are entitled to think that your child has a right to be in the school and will not be slaughtered like a sitting duck. That's right. Yes. People are afraid to stand up to the gun lobby. I'm sorry. Yeah. Take away your right to have pistols and other other guns. It's right. But these two things can coexist. Yes. And on top of that, you know, let's look at it. you can't rent a car till you're 25 because of liability. Drinking age. Right. You know, at one time was 18. It was it was raised to 21. If you check, you know, the, the media the past this time of year, if you, you, you know, Donna, years ago, it was horrific. Graduation parties, proms. I mean, it was almost like accepted. Like, yeah, young kids get drunk and they wrap their car around a tree as if it's inevitable in this particular situation because i've dealt with it all i had someone said he could have brought it's not the gun he could have brought two gasoline cans and set the well he didn't do that though and neither did the buffalo kid neither was sandy hook now here's not the the big the big question we're not talking about responsible gun owners and i know also people say they ship them off to war at 18 actually they don't you go through massive training you don't show up at the marine signing station you're 18 and then they hand you you know an automatic weapon it doesn't work that way there's intense supervision and training and no one's being shipped off to war but donna perry here's the question i think it's interesting jake tapper's talked about this um and kind of came out of and i i i i don't know what the answer is but but there is talk that maybe people are sensitized maybe people maybe the general public need to actually see what it looks like when in fact this type of weapon is used you know, on a group, and never mind in children. Uh, there was a great piece on 60 Minutes, the, the officer on the scene of that, that church, Sandy Hook. What they don't understand, and, and I know this may seem graphic for people, but you're not talking about in a movie where someone has several 
you know, gunshot wounds. This is, it, the, the, and I hate to get, but the, 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 the individuals are unidentifiable. Oh, in God. Texas had to bring DNA samples because, so here's my question. Oh. If the family sign off, should footage of that, should it be put forth to the general public? Your opinion, Donna Perry. Well, I, you know, I, the, we may have come to a point where that has to be understood how lethal that this particular brand of weapon is. It, it yep. is a tough thing to say. Um, do you, you don't, I don't know. There might be an age limit because you don't want to traumatize people. But I, I would say, you know, I think parents should be capable of viewing that. Um, and Think of and, driver's and, ed. Yeah. They show you that film. Here's what it can look like, right? Yeah. So, I, and we have made improvements. People used to go through the windshield. Then you get in the airbags and the seatbelts. Right. Um, I think the attitude, though, and you're exactly right, and it's like, you know, it was Fox News, this business that could happen anywhere. All right. So, unfortunately, between now and Labor Day, we, we both know somewhere in the country, yep. some young child is going to drown in a backyard pool. Um, that doesn't mean we accept it. You keep making provisions to try to make them more secure. And now they have been. You've got to have a fence. You're supposed to have a lock. But there's going to be a story of the young child that got up, figured out how to do the lock. They couldn't find the child in the house. I, I hate to say it, but, I, you know, it's going to happen. I, I, would be, I would love it if this was the first summer. It didn't happen. But it doesn't mean we just accept and say, oh, well, you know, that's that's just what happens. Um, but I think it's a really interesting discussion because those that were on the scene at Sandy Hook said if anyone ever could have seen the carnage left behind, it, it would have changed things dramatically. Yeah. And, and I just want a quick, quick shout out. Go ahead. Those parents and Sandy Hook, you know, I don't know them. But when, when you think back to that, John, and yeah. their life was changed. Um, and they were pulled into what this hellish and sometimes just this gory debate that we have. Yep. And again, it, you know, I, I just it's it's very difficult to have to hear these nonsense arguments talking about everything except the weapon. That's right. Um, yeah, is um so and even and i think it's unrelatable donna perry you know president trump yeah. spoke i thought it was a mistake he went and spoke at the nra convention oh, um yeah. you and i both can say you know listen suburban female voters this you want to talk about a lose issue if you want to go all in all they talked about was evil and this other stuff the shooter in buffalo was 18 texas shooter was 18 however i will say this and here's what i hear from the republicans and even those that are tight with the nra that they hold the same position that the far left does when it comes to birth control and abortion, which is they, they give no ground. They they stand 100 percent. And granted, there are there are there's a congressional uh, someone running for Congress in the second congressional district that basically is advocating for. And again, this is these are pleasant subjects, but but basically advocating for day of termination. Now, that is to me, that's that's insane. That's crazy that anyone would even no. think that. But it seems to be the same element of that they don't give any ground and the NRA has a firm handle on if you start to loosen up, then, you know, they're going to start taking your guns yeah. away. That's all that right. No, that's always been their approach. You give yeah. them an inch um, and, and they're moving toward that. And I think that that has to be pushed back. Who They, and, and again, you know, you can go back to the second amendment. We were talking about muskets we were <laughs> that that John when that was that's early, right right I mean you're talking about muskets and they were worried about you know the British okay so we're a couple of centuries back and and no one uh, you know this it's such a difficult argument because there's, there's so much false information um, right right but we do live in a time you worry about boys even as young as ten yeah so much available to them that didn't exist is they're right on their phones and yep. You'd say, why do they even have, but they do have phones. They have access to all this. Um, and I do think there has to be also the coordination with the fact that we have social media companies. I'll just say this, that they would flag people as mm. if dangerous misinformation was out there when there were people challenging in a medical way, parts yep. of COVID. Good point. 
thing. Good point. Okay, yep. so they would say like that's dangerously misinformative, and some, and they would want it pulled down. And yet, you know, the fact that there are these chats, and and you have in plain English a young person saying, "I'm going to destroy," you know, shoot up a school. Well, I I think all of that and the where are the algorithms on that? What and how can that get pulled in? And and frankly, there is there's a lot of imagery that young boys especially can see. Mm. It's the video games and and today, you know, all of that kind of stuff where killing looks like it's just an entertainment thing. Yeah, it almost wow. looks, and and it does. It looks yeah. kind of fish to and the younger and younger they get, and they're seeing it. And I think that's. And, you know, I'm getting far afield, but but that's a component of it. Yes. We're going to leave it there, folks. Again, she is Donna Perry. DJ, great job as always. Belated congrats to my uh, niece. I think that is fantastic. Yes. And we will talk to you again. Great to talk to you. Portion of the program brought to you by the Coesit Inn. Check them out on the website, depetro.com, the Coesit Inn, or Rhode Island tradition since 1977, located 226 Coesit Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers. There's always a great crowd. You can link directly to them, and gift certificates are available. The Coesit Inn, 226 Coesit Avenue in West Warwick. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us right now, author of The Bodies of Others, New Authoritarians, COVID-19, The War Against Humans, is the one and only Naomi Wolf. Naomi, it's The John DePietro Show. Congratulations on your new book. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Walk us through a little bit, The Bodies of Others and the New, authorita- new Authoritarians. Absolutely. So the basic premise of the book is that, unfortunately, uh, the pandemic of the last two years was a pretext for a handful of bad actors, ranging from bad nonprofits like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to bad transnational entities like the World Economic Forum, which is recently in the news uh, with a power grab against everyone, basically, in the world, Um, bad tyrannical nations like the ccp like china and uh and and big tech companies specifically um to basically make war against the west to make war against america in particular um we are a special target to make war against american values and culture and kind of emotional reactions and specifically to target our children um to kind of change our world so that it would be a post-humane world in which uh, we basically have to ask permission of technology and our overlords in order to just do human things and have basic human communication and connection, Um, and that they did it for profit, Um, and that, you know, basically they exploited policies which really turned out to have made no sense medically, like distancing, which didn't do anything, or closing everything down. You know, the data are in that states that closed down, like Florida, did exactly the same as states, I'm sorry, other way around, states that were wide open, like Florida, did the same as states that closed down, like New York. Countries that closed down did the same as countries that stayed open, like Sweden, um, you know, data are in that masks barely make a difference except to lower our kids' IQ by 21 points, according to a Brown University study. Um, and so, all, but, you know, all of these policies that don't make sense medically and people are scratching their heads saying, I don't get it. You know, masks don't work. I don't get it. Distancing doesn't work. Uh, nothing's nothing's working. Um, they all really do make sense if you look at the goals of tech companies and the profits that they made in the last two years. And basically, I'm a CEO of a tech company, so I do understand this. Um, tech companies are really jealous of human capabilities. They can't compete with them. Uh, an emoji can't compete with a smile. You know, um, nothing you can do on digital platforms is as impactful as getting together with 300 of your neighbors in a town hall or worshiping together in a church or synagogue or in-person learning of your child in a classroom with other human children and a human teacher. So with lockdown policies, they were able to really kill off that competitive advantage that human beings have in human communication, human culture, human spaces, and shift um, all that activity with all of that profit onto digital platforms. And I show um, the reader and the bodies of others how uh, 
these companies net revenue went up by you know 20 to 40 percent over the last two years as a result of suppressing human beings folks again we're speaking with author naomi wolf naomi now the front the cover of the book is it's it's very uh provocative it's very compelling uh when people see it it's it's a child it's a child with a mask on and the hand it's it's almost as if the um the the child it's kind of like it looks like the child's in a prison uh could you just touch on that that's by you know that that's a very thought-provoking cover and i think it's by design yeah you're absolutely right and thank you i think uh, the cover says it all um it's really i think iconic of what we've been through in the last two years and and you know they're not letting up i mean i just heard in one of my earlier radio segments today that masks are going back on the poor children of San Diego and toddlers in New York City, where I used to live, um, are, are being subjected to masking and their, their, their moms and dads are distraught, but nothing they are doing or saying is making a difference. Um, it is prison. And, you know, look at Look at the the logical extension of this. Look at Shanghai. You know, students are rioting at great risk to their lives and their families um, because they've been imprisoned in their dorm rooms um, and not allowed to go home, not allowed to to circulate. Uh, You know, Shanghai, the the people of Shanghai were locked in, you know, not allowed to leave. You know, their, their homes were turned into prisons. In Australia, which you know, two years ago was a free, robust democracy. Um, there are quarantine camps where they run after you with armed guards if you try to escape. Uh, in New York State, where I live, and in Washington State, there are regulations. We narrowly defeated the one in Washington State. But Governor Hochul is coming at us in New York State with the same regulation to create quarantine camps where you can be held indefinitely pending, a, you know, a court appeal um, if you've been quote, exposed to a blood-borne pathogen. God knows what they have planned there with such specific wording, Um, but detained indefinitely. And people, and our whole nation has become a prison, and people just are not aware of it yet. Governor, I'm sorry, uh, President Biden extended emergency powers in April of 2022, Uh, but this time in an open-ended way with no terminus date. And so what that means is that and then he, he flowed billions of dollars without going through Congress to health and human services. Um, the methodology here and around the world is to weaponize public health, to use public health to, you know, send in shock troops, basically, and to, and, and to protect tyrants. Um, but that's happened at the federal level, and that means we're really not living under a democracy right now. And the same thing is true in, in New York State. You know, our governor re-ups emergency law every 30 days, uh, and, uh, and, and there are 28 states across the country where people are living under emergency law. And that means that if they want to send, you know, their public health mercenaries and declare, you know, an immediate public health crisis, they can do things that ordinary civil society and the Constitution do not allow them to do. And we're seeing this battle right now in the United States that, you know, lawyers are saying to courts, well, the Biden administration doesn't have the constitutional right to mask you on public transportation. And those lawyers won. You know, there are lawsuits saying, well, the you know, government doesn't have the right to inject our military against their will with an experimental mRNA injection, gene therapy. Um, and, you know, those fights are underway. Um, but this is this is a war being waged against us. And and even when you take a step back and you follow the argument I make in the bodies of others, even when technically we're not being soldered into our homes like the citizens of china um when you forbid a shop owner from opening his shop when you restrict people's assembly the way our assembly was restricted in lockdown i mean in new york state it was we were told we'd be fined if we had a you know a potluck of neighbors more than six people in our homes um or or if we gathered to worship of more than six people right um you know, these restrictions keep six feet apart. You know, don't let your child take his mask off or her mask off to breathe or to speak. This is carrying prison around with us. Yes. This is a conditioning of us to accept a feudal state in which we really are serfs and we really are at the mercy of whatever they will do to us next. Folks, again, it's a very compelling book. And the author, a very, very provocative uh, esteemed Naomi Wolf, the bodies of others. Naomi, before I let you go, just one more thing. 
What what's so disturbing is the irreparable damage done to children during COVID. It continues. Obviously, you know that that child on the cover. It it also just jumps out at me at what we're witnessing in Texas. Children are growing up in a much different world. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure. Do you mean by Texas that they're exposed to? Oh, I meant. Uh, I meant when I look at that, I think of the children in the shooting that were. <laughs> then you know, it, it. I think one of the most dramatic parts of that is the the young child, nine years old, with, with the wherewithal to keep calling nine one one, as God. as the adults were standing outside in the hallway and not not doing anything. It was um. It was more than a nine one one call. It was. It was a plea for help for all children, and yeah. and the adults, you know, the adults let them down. Naomi, congratulations. Good luck on your book tour. Excellent. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, folks. And again, that is Naomi Wolf right here on The John DePietro Show. Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. You can clean out unwanted belongings. Maybe clean out your garage. Clean out your basement. Clean out your attic. Old toys. Old things you don't even use anymore. Old furniture. It's so much easier when you have a dumpster delivered right to your home, and then they'll take it away when you're done, whether it's for a weekend, for a week, for a month. Brother's Disposal. Call Brother Roland today at 401 401- 6880517 come on brother call brothers disposal look for them on facebook they have those purple dumpsters they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brothers disposal today whether it's a small household construction project or maybe just cleaning out some unwanted belongings get a dumpster in your driveway or business brothers disposal 401-688-0517 to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com remember weekdays 11 to 2 but visit the website dipetro.com that's the best way to reach me there's a direct link contact john we also have all our sponsors right there we have unique original reporting stories videos also all our links to social media whether it's facebook when we do facebook live or youtube or twitter it's all right there at the website petro.com and then remember once you're there you can also visit the shop we have great gifts that you can get it's a happening all links to the show plus if you ever miss any part of the show it's all right there under radio show right there folks it all starts by logging on at petro.com and on the left hand side you can always listen live again all our links everything begins and ends right there at the website petro.com to check out our website dipetro.com dipetro.com which is sponsored by and brought you by the centerdale revival comfort food and cocktails located 2025 smith street in north providence shane and his crew what a wonderful job they've done winner of several rhode island best of awards best of rhode island awards the centerdale revival delicious food cocktails a lot of fun stop it and see them 2025 smith street in north providence